Hi guys and welcome to episode 16 of Anime Podcasters. We got a special guest today. We got Caution Ginger for Daydreamer Studios. How's it going, buddy? Hey, it's been a while. It's going good. How are you? I'm doing, doing okay? very good. I'm doing very good. Taking a break from music? Yeah, I guess. Gotta take a break from music and do some uh, anime podcasting because it's a series on this channel. I'm not replacing your co-star here, am I? You're just uh, a special guest <laughs> for the one episode. But you can go back anytime you want. You're, you're very welcome here. Your door is open. Is it? Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, let me get up and go. Get, I'll, I'll go close it one sec. Wait, hold up. Wait, what? <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, no, it was a joke. I can't podcast this alone. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm just... <laughs> well, uh, hi, guys. <laughs> okay, for the people who don't know who you are, please introduce yourself. I'm Caution Ginger of Daydreamer Studios. I'm also the player of Quarantine Zone. I'm basically just your average Let's Player, and I'm also the lead singer for our new project, Dreamcasters, that's coming out, that Jaden actually helps me with. We have one song out for that. Yeah, we have my cover out. Uh, what, what, cover, what song did you cover for that uh, project? I... I covered uh, I Stand Alone from Quest for Camelot. It's such a good song. You really loved working on it. You gave me so many compliments. Uh, no, you have an amazing voice. Um, yeah. Fun fact. Last time we had you on the podcast, it was episode six, and we were doing anime villains. Other fun fact. We're flipping it around this time. We're doing anime heroes. Caution Ginger and I <laughs> both have made a list of five uh, anime heroes, and we're going to be listing them off and talking about them one at a time. It's going to be an awesome podcast. Are you stoked? I'm stoked. I mean, we can't really hear if they're stoked or not, but I imagine they're stoked. I'm sure they're stoked. Uh, they're stoked. They're stoked. They're stoked. <laughs> All right. Make sure you're stoked on plenty of Mountain Dew and Doritos while listening to this, guys. Yeah, make sure you only listen to this if you have Mountain Dew and Doritos. If you don't, then just leave. Yeah. I don't want you here. Yeah, exactly. All right. Do you want to kick it off or do you want me to kick it off? Uh, how about you kick it off? I will kick it off. Okay. My first hero. Okay. If we're going to do a podcast on anime heroes, this guy cannot 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 miss the list he has to be on I, the list i think i know who it is but go ahead do you want, I, honestly give me the guess i'll tell you if you're right goku no i was gonna say uh, I, I was gonna I, I wasn't gonna say goku the first person i was gonna say is saitama from one punch man yeah i would have never guessed no? okay. <laughs> Sa okay here's here's how one punch man goes he literally can destroy anyone in a single punch Okay? In the entire anime, he basically defeats all of his enemies with one punch. This is the thing. He lives in a world where he's bored. He's super bored because there's no action whatsoever. Imagine if you could defeat all your enemies in a single punch. He, jo he joins the Hero Association and he tries to uh, become a, a stronger ranked he hero and he saves the world one villain at a time. And Saitama is a really cool hero because of that. Because of how bored he is. And I just love his uh, powers. He's And uh, uh, one thing about anime, you know in, when you watch a, an anime episode you always have those long dialogues that are super boring, right? Right. Okay, well, whenever there's a super long, boring dialogue, Saitama will just interrupt the person and be like, Oh my god, just get to the freaking point. This is boring me. <laughs> I'm actually going to uh, tell you something, frankly, here. I've never seen One Punch Man. Well, have you heard it anything yet. about it? I have heard about it. I just haven't well, watched it. What were your impressions on what you've seen like, and what you, you, you've gathered about Saitama? From what I've heard, he just seems to be like more the comically acclaimed hero rather than like the absolute badass, like I'll destroy everything kind of thing. Like, um, 
Okay, so just tell me yes or no. Does he love to fight, or does he just want to challenge? Uh, I I say I, I honestly I would say both. I, he loves to fight for sure. He's a, he's a hero. That's what he does for his livelihood, and he's always looking for a challenge for something. Just he's always looking for a challenge as well. That's like the entire anime. He's always trying to find someone who can actually like give him a challenge, and he, spoiler alert, never does. Hmm. Oh, and I. Uh I'm not sure if this is a sneak or whatever, or maybe spoiler if you guys haven't seen the second uh, Superman vs. Goku death battle, but Saitama is actually in it. Really? I I, I, I missed him. Where was he? Yeah. Saitama's at the uh, at the very end. He com he comes in between uh, Goku and Superman. Oh, right on, right on. Um, another thing that's really cool about Saitama is how he's like just basically like comic relief in the sense that like. He's just a joke, a joke hero. What's really hilarious about him is like they literally like you know how like heroes across not even just not only in anime but just all over the place are just so overpowered. Well, the Saitama kind of represents and makes a joke out of that. He's so overpowered he can defeat anything in a single punch. At least he's not like one blink man. Like just looks in the direction of him, then blink explodes. <laughs> you know what? That's probably gonna be a thing now. We should make him. <laughs> he rivals one blink. He man. rivals uh, Saitama. He really does. All right, that was my first character. Um, any other thoughts on Saitama? Just because I don't know enough about him to really give anything in depth, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say pass on Saitama. I mean, I can definitely see why he's on your list, though. Yeah, I mean, I really feel like he, he needs to be. That's for that one comment was gonna be like, yeah, how could you not put Saitama? I did this for you. <laughs> All right, your turn. All right, on. so I'm gonna do the. Uh, I'm gonna mostly avoid like the most talked about anime heroes if I can help it. Like I'm gonna avoid talking about Goku or Naruto or the like. You know, really stop spoiling my list. You just named two of my characters. No, <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm trying to go off of here, right? No, for sure, for sure, I totally All get right. it. So in that case, my first hero is actually from. Uh, Actually, I'm not going to say what he's from, or they're from, rather, because they work as a team. Blackstar and Tsubaki. From Soul Heater. Yeah, from Soul... Oh, come on, you ruined the thing. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. The podcasting chemistry is just ruined. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but um, Blackstar and Tsubaki, uh, if you guys don't know them, I'm just going to give a little snippet here. They're basically, 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 yeah. Blackstar and Tsubaki are students in a Death Eater Academy. Death Meister Academy, not Death Eater Academy. Death Meister Academy, who reaps the souls of those who are corrupt, and Tsubaki is his weapon, whereas Blackstar is actually the assassin or ninja that uses her. Just the, um... Okay, now this is why I said Blackstar instead of a character that really represents him like Naruto. Blackstar relies on the friend on the power with his friend on the bond with that he has with Tsubaki in order to actually accomplish what he's trying to do. Whereas Naruto could just go like, "Yeah, I'll just charge up a little bit more." <laughs> right, right, right. But with Tsubaki and Blackstar, Blackstar can fight without Tsubaki, but when he does, he's he's very, very, very rarely going to win. <laughs> but just. I like heroes that have to work as a team more than I like the solo hero kind of aspect. Right, right. So with them having to do that, it just speaks to me on a really big level, especially with uh, a hot-headed, arrogant, bullheaded idiot like Blackstar with a compassion. Oh, my God. What's up? I hate, I hate 
Black Star. I can't stand him. <laughs> I I know. I honestly like. I feel like I I feel like he doesn't deserve Subaki. <laughs> this guy is such a hothead. It's just so so arrogant. He thinks he's all about it. Like I've watched a couple of episodes of Soul Leader. I can't stand. Black Star, Black Star, get off my screen! I hate you so much. I swear. Like he's trying to do a sneak attack in one of the first <laughs> few episodes, and he yells out "Yahoo!" Like, don't <laughs> yell out "Yahoo!" You idiot! You're gonna get spotted. And then like Tsubaki saves uh, saves Black Star a bunch of times. You see, I'm saying this off of the first few episodes of Soul Eater. I'm currently watching it right now. But I swear to God, I I I usually don't hate characters, but like Black Star, <laughs> I hate. I I hate Black Star. Get off my screen. Okay, Get, like, seriously though, do you actually hate him? Be real. I promise you, I, I'm I'm being a hundred percent serious right now. Okay, <laughs> Black Black Star is just just I hate him. Why you gotta be hating on my list, bro? I'm I'm hating on your one character <laughs> or that you no no yeah that's a 100 hate, hate of my list so far bro why why you gotta yo, do this how, okay well argue with me on this one I'm sorry but Black Star <laughs> doesn't deserve Subaki of what I can tell can, can we agree on that okay yeah that we can agree on <laughs> that we can totally agree on okay Subaki but is actually does Naruto really deserve useful. Hinata yes how okay. Hinata has always been there for Naruto, okay? As and Naruto has always, always been there for Black Star. Yeah, but Black Star does not give a you know what about Tsubaki, I feel like. What? He totally does. Oh, I don't I really I no. I think he takes her for granted. How far are how far into this are you? How far into Only a few series? only a few episodes. Only a few episodes. Have you gotten to the sword yet? I have not. Get there. You'll find out. Well, you know what? Pre-sword, okay? He doesn't deserve her! <laughs> Just get to the sword and then get back to me on this. I, I probably... He does... You agree with me that he doesn't deserve her. No, you're right. I totally do. But to a very... And Naruto and Hinata deserve each other. But to a very much less degree, I see why they can't be without each other. That doesn't mean that Blackstar deserves Tsubaki. Or that Tsubaki deserves the burden of Black Star. Ah, uh, just Black Star, just. Uh, okay, let's get off. One of way to trigger that, me. Let's get off of characters that we hate or you hate rather. I love Black Star, and get on to your next one that you. How love. can you love Black Star? <laughs> You're still on this. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Is, is, is that well? I don't know if I uh, fin you finished your idea there. Was there anything you wanted to say about Black oh, Star? Oh no, this is that? all I needed. <laughs> this is all I needed. <laughs> Black Star. Okay, so I guess Black Star and Subaki count as your first, right? Yeah, Black Star and Subaki are my first. Okay, yeah, because they're our duo. I, I guess okay, duos will count as one. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. We probably should have made this rule before this. <laughs> well, well, we're ma we're making it now. Okay, cool. <laughs> Also, if you have Blackstar on your team, you automatically lose. What if I have like everybody else? <laughs> we'll see. We'll get we'll get there eventually. <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay, my next pick is from Mob Psycho 100. I'm picking Mob. Have you have you watched Mob Psycho 100? I haven't even heard of it. You haven't heard of Mob Psycho 100? Uh. -uh. Okay, Mob Psycho 100 was made by the same person who made um uh, One Punch Man. Okay, so basically, Mob is a psychic, okay? Okay. And he's super mega talented. He's just this little kid, little black-haired, short kid, right? He kind of looks like Rock Lee a little bit. Okay. 
But he has this thing where the, the show's called Mob Psycho 100, right? Right. And Mob is a very relaxed, calm, and he really doesn't have any emotions. Just very bland, like very just, hi, my name's Mob. How are you? That's Mob. Okay. So Mob's just like a very, very downplayed kind of hero character. Right, and he and he meets up with this other character. Uh, the name's not coming to me right now. Sorry, but anyways, this guy run, run, runs this exorcism uh, company, right? And basically, he makes Mob think that he's like really good at uh, 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 psychic stuff, and he recruits Mob and basically pays Mob very little amounts of money to do very big tasks where he exercises spirits and all this stuff. He's basically using Mob is what's happening in this situation. Gotcha. Mob's a very nice kid, very good, ki- very good-hearted person, and uh, he's always a very calm and, and, and everything. But whenever he, uh, he, he, there's like a meter in every episode, and it always goes from zero to one hundred. And whenever he hits one hundred, like all of his emotions explode, and this guy goes on a crazy, crazy rampage. And you do not want to be in the vicinity when this happens. Oh wait, he's one of those characters. One of the characters where everything bottles up until. It- goes into a blind rage uh, this th- this guy represents that i feel like this guy this guy is like the epitome of that i honestly love that kind of setup for a character mob is always taught that you don't use psychic powers against humans or to kill or to hurt people right and this like whole uh, message that he gets taught it plays out through the entire anime where he's in his struggle where like like one situation he wants to save his brother, but he doesn't want to hurt the person who got, who's got his brother because you don't hurt human beings, right? So he has this like complexity to him. He's a very good hearted, hearted and kind person. And I absolutely love Mob for those reasons. And Mob Psycho 100 is absolutely a great anime. You guys need to watch it. It, it has some of the best animation I've seen in any anime ever. Like th- this thing is like a multicolor rainbow of magic. Like it's just beautiful, beautifully animated. All right, I'm going to actually have to check that out. What's the name of it again? Mob Psycho 100. Mob Psycho 100? Mob's real name for the people is uh, Shigeo uh, Kageyama is his real name. I am in the anime. just going to pe- call him Mob. <laughs> yeah, just call him Mob. The, the, guy that, the guy that runs the exorcism co- uh, company is Arataka uh, Reagan. And these two, like, to, I, I'm only picking Mob, but, like, he's, he's very important because, like, the two main characters are him and Mob. Okay, I got you. And that, yeah, he picks up Bob as a very young kid and everything, and that's where the, it, it, it all begins. It's a really good anime, and Mob has some of the coolest attacks and powers and psychics uh, and, and just psychic abilities I've ever seen in anime. So he's definitely going to be on my team, for sure. From what I heard, it sounds like he's like a little kid version of Wolverine, where like everything just bottles up in until he goes into a feral rage kind of deal. Right, right, right. I... I, I see that, but uh, I, I I wouldn't make him as aggressive as Wolverine, like because Wolverine is like he's you can he's always kind of in a bad mood, you know what I mean? Wolverine is literally a manufactured weapon after getting everything done to him. Right, 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 right. Mob, I I guess he he gets used as a weapon a little bit by um, Arataka. Obviously, like uh, he uses him to like exercise and everything. So there are some similarities between uh, Wolverine and uh, Mob. I, I'll, I'll give you that. I can see where that comes from. But Blackstar... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Part of me feels like we're going to go back to the conversation before this ends. <laughs> go ahead. My hero is actually Mocha from Rosario Vampire. Is a rank double S um, vampire, which, again, is the almost most powerful monster that you can possibly be. And everyone is scared of her. Everyone's afraid of her. But you can't, she can't go vampire mode unless her rosary on her chest is taken off and the hero guy's the only one who can 
Well, okay, okay. So she's that's her weakness. Yeah, her weakness is she can't go vampire unless he's there to unless he's there to take it off. Otherwise, she's basically just your ordinary so, student. I mean, she still has she still has very limited vampire access when her rosary's on. Like she can still suck blood. She still has a little bit of super strength, that kind of thing. But she is nowhere near as formidable as she is when she's full-on vampire. What makes her a good hero, in your opinion? Like, what? What's that quality? Okay. What's your pitch here? Okay, you know how with our other heroes, I've been picking, I've been nitpicking like the one thing that makes them specific, uh, special hero to me. Right. With Mocha, what it is is she literally sacrifices everything to protect everything she loves. So it's like the em- physical embodiment of something that makes somebody a hero to me. So spiritually, she's more of a hero. Spiritually, she's more of a hero, yeah. But when it comes to physically and fights and her overall scale, I understand. Not exactly. But when it comes to like her morals and what she actually does, then that's what makes me see her as a hero. Plus, there's... Okay, so there's something else about her that really rings hero to me, or this is just rigoring badass. So I'm the kind of guy that loves when somebody transforms their attitude and everything about them just transforms along with them. And Mocha is one of them. When she's not in Vampire, she's like this overly shy, uh, shy kind of schoolgirl character who's just always clinging around to this one human that's always around her. Right. But when she but when she goes Vampire, she's a fucking beast. Like, she will obliterate everything in the blink of an eye if she has the chance. In that way, she sounds like a, uh, like a good hero. Um, but what I was going to say, like, uh, what I find interesting about this pick is that usually vampires in anime, at least the animes and, the, like, the, the media I've seen, like, vampires are more portrayed as villains. Usually, yeah. But when when it comes to Mocha, she's the overall hero of her series. Right, right, right. It's, it's actually really interesting. Is there other vampires that help her out? Like, does she have sidekicks and everything, or is she, she she's a solo? She does have side she does have sidekicks because, um, admittedly, Rosario tends to be a little bit more of the harem kind of anime. But when it but they aren't exactly sidekicks as much as they are like rivals in love for this one human. I mean, they help her fight. They f- do fight each other, actually, and everything else. But when it comes to actually being the overall protagonist and hero, it's all Mocha. Well, okay, okay, okay. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to watch this this anime now. She she sounds interesting. I love Rosario, but I still haven't finished. How many episodes? Um, I think it's like 13 episodes. Sounds like a quick so it's watch. One, it's, yeah, it's one of the smaller animes. Nice. It might be 20. It might be 26. Actually, I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Wow, that sounds really cool. Uh, anything else you want to add on her, or can I go to my next pick? You can go to your next pick, and I'm just going to say this. Unless you use this character now, you might be surprised by my next one. I'm probably not going to use that one character now, because the next thing I'm picking is a duel. Yeah, you're not going to use okay, it. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, get this. Get this, uh, Caution. I am using terrorists as my next heroes. I'm sorry, I thought we were picking the good guys here. They are... Uh, here's the thing, hero. Uh, a hero is hard to. It, it could be multiple things, right? Uh, some people could consider Light Yagami from Death Note as a hero because he's recreating a new world and he's getting rid of evil. Ah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But these guys, uh, they're heroes in my mind, uh, I, not because 
Um, I know, like, I, I'm not saying, like, I'm not promoting terrorism or anything when I say this, but the, the story here is so beautiful. I'm picking uh, Spinx uh, from Terror in Residence, uh, otherwise, known, otherwise known as Zank, you know Terror. Basically, Spinx is two boys called, uh, they don't even have names, they, they literally have numbers. It's 9 and 12. 9 and 12. I have never heard of any of this. This is, this is, I rewatched this anime, it's a beautiful story. It's only literally only eleven episodes, and it's a beautiful, beautiful story. And I'm gonna give you like the uh, the idea here about it. Okay, nine and twelve were part of a project called the Athena Plan, right? This this is what they do. They're little kids, like four or five years old. They get experimented on. They get drugged. They get like they're, they're part in, in, in this like uh, in this really weird institution, and finally they manage to break away from this institution, right? Right. And they've suffered atrocities in this institution, and they want the world to know about this. So what they do, right, is they break free. Okay, they trip the, the security system, and they manage to break away and, and get free. And they want people to know about what happened to them. So what they do is that they target specific locations in the uh, in, in Tokyo, in Japan, right? And they blow up buildings. They blow up. Div- they do these very very elaborate uh, um, terrorist attacks where. They always manage to... Nobody ever gets killed in these terrorist attacks. And they really... Like, they blew up huge buildings. It's crazy. Like, for example, one of the attacks they did... What they did is that they triggered the fire alarm. Uh, and during the fire alarm, uh, um, there were like the, uh, there was a power outage and everything. And so people had to evacuate the building. And all the camera feeds were wiped. So they placed their bombs in the building. And everyone left the building, right? There was no one in the building. And then they blew the building up. After they evacuated the Yeah, building. exactly. And they planned it so it went like that. And basically, each person, uh, no, each building they blow up uh, is linked to a person, right? And each person was a person that supported the Athena plan, okay? So their way of people figuring out what the Athena plan is about is by doing terrorist attacks on different building locations that have to do with people who invested in the Athena plan. So it's a very elaborate, very smart thing they, that they do. And they get justice in the end of uh, because of what they do, right? They, 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 manage, they, they succeed in their mission i'm not gonna spoil everything here i'm giving you like this is a qu- like the snippet like what you need to yeah know yeah, 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 to yeah, yeah yeah um these guys are absolutely elaborate 12 is a very very uh meticulous in the way that he handles bombing and nine is like this hacker expert get- guy and together they work so well together it's absolutely insane these guys are heroes in the sense that they stand up for what they believe in and they really go uh, about um their mission and their plan in a in in a, in a uh, crazy way and it really it's really a good anime um a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this one and say that the terrorists can never be hero heroes and will never be heroes but i truly believe that there is something heroic about this anime all right i might have to check that one out too yeah. What are your thoughts on like what I've described? When it comes to again, when it comes to teamwork heroeship, um, that's one of my kryptonites because when it comes to teamwork, I'm pretty much all for it. It's very surprising that you'd pick terrorists though, of all of all teammates in order to actually be the heroes for your anime. Right. I mean they they, they are considered to be villains in this situation and it's hard it's hard to to, 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 to to put them in the light of heroes. But I've seen this anime and I, I maybe you know what I, I maybe I'm very biased here and I'm flipping the, the maybe I just want to mention them and I'm flipping the hero the villain switch to hero on this one and people are allowed to disagree with me on this one. But do you think terrorists could be considered heroes in a sense? These terrorists? The ones that you just described? Yeah. When it comes to them, I honestly think I can back you up. Just because if they really were just flat-out terrorists, for example, would they really evacuate the building before bringing it down? Right, right. I mean, 
heroes to me are ones that see um, other people's lives more precious than their own. To to an understandably to an understandable extent, of course, but. It's just that when people sacrifice something from theirs in order to actually bring something from the greater good, that makes a hero. And I think they did it for the greatest good in this situation because they helped thousands of people and they really got the Athena plan like w w figured out and everything. And it really, it really comes in, in the end. Um, in the end of the anime, like they succeed in their mission, in a sense. In a sense. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil all of it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. Wait, how in a sense? I mean, I'm curious, but that's what makes me want to watch it in the first. Yeah, place. I mean, I'll spoil it for you if you want to. It's up to you. No, no, because I'm not the only one that's gonna be listening to this. True, true, <laughs> true. So yeah, nine and twelve are my picks for my third hero spot. Uh, a spot, spot. Blah. All right, and I'm never spart. picking Black Star ever. <laughs> I wish Black Star was in the buildings when they blew up. I. W I'm <laughs> He says, I will convert you someday. You'll never. You know how the way I feel about Black Star is the way you feel about Armin. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm never going to convert you. It's, well, it's a false okay, thought quick, at this quick, point. Quick break here. Why do you hate Armin so much from Attack on Titan? <laughs> He's just a whiny little bitch. Why? Why do you say that? Like, even. Okay, so. At first, I said it just because of the game. Because in the game, when you play as Armin, he is one of the weakest characters that you can ever play as. It takes him forever to upgrade. And he is good at giving leadership. Like, if you command other... Uh, if you command other, other scouts along with you, he's totally phenomenal at that. That he can do no problem. But when he's the one doing the fighting, that's what ticks me off. Fair enough. Your next pick, Kashi Ginger. Okay. Now, I just want to remind you, this is me who's saying it, okay? Okay. So, I don't know if we, I don't know if we talked about this guy in, in another episode I've been in, or that we've only talked to him in our private time. Just do what, it. Go ahead. Just break it. Break it to me. Three, two, one. L from Death Note. Oh, no. I was going to pick him. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I quit the podcast. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen, too, before when we no! were talking about what happens if we I pick. I wanted to pick him so bad. <laughs> oh, that's such a good pick. I, why did I not pick him? That's why I said you better pick him now. Otherwise, I'm going to totally wreck your shit. <laughs> and it's destroyed. We're done here. We're done. I can't. You can't I can't beat Al. I got terrorists and a guy who can one-punch people, but I can't beat L. It's L. Hey, if it makes you feel better, I have Black Star. <laughs> uh, no, but like L, out, like L is perfect. <laughs> oh, okay, go ahead. Uh, if he means that much to you, why don't you help me out on this one? No, no, no yo, but you start. It's your character, man. All right, fine. All right, so with L being like the, mo I'm just gonna assume all of you guys know who L is because Jaden talks L from about Death, Death Note. Note a lot. Yeah. Okay. If you don't know Death Note, amazing anime. L, amazing character from said amazing anime. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> now, okay. Before I actually get into L, this is why I said this is me who's saying it. 
I'm one of the guys who cannot get into Death Note. I can't sit down and watch it. I can't even watch it episode by episode. I just can't sit down and get into it. It's just not my thing. But when L is there, L is just this over... He's not over the top. I'm sorry. He's just a flat-out badass. He is everything that makes a hero a hero, especially when he's one that has to act like a detective and do everything a little bit secretly and with his own mischievous ways that he doesn't exactly let everybody know what's going on. Like, he is the actual embodiment of of actually being a good detective. I mean, hell, there's one, there's one scene where he and Light are taking a test and in suspicion that he's actually light, that he's actually, you yeah. know, the one writing in the death note and killing people, he flat out tells him, I'm the guy looking for you. I'm L. Yeah. Which was, that was a brilliant strategy because Light doesn't necessarily know if that guy's L. So if Light, like, gets the shitty gummy eyes and writes down that guy's name in his death note and it's not L, then the real L knows that Light is, uh, is Kira. So, uh, L is just so intricately brilliant. He's, like, super secretive. In the beginning of the anime, what I love the most about L is how L doesn't even, like, show up to talk to people. L literally has an assistant, Watari, to communicate with the world. L shows up on the screen, and he speaks, and he even has a voice camouflaging effect, and it's absolutely, like, ingenious, the back and forth he has with Light Yagami. It's beautiful. I had a feeling that you totally flipped when I said L. <laughs> Oh my god, it's such a good pick! <laughs> so, even though I have Blackstar, do I win? <laughs> you win! Like, you already won! I can't beat L! It's L! <laughs> you have Blackstar, you lose! Oh crap, you have L! <laughs> you win! <laughs> oh, there's, there's so much we can say about L. There's there, so there really much is. we can say. L should actually have an episode all on his own. We should have an L podcast. Just talk about Just L. L? Yeah, let's oh actually see how that goes. I'm curious how that would go. That would be an interesting podcast, for sure. <laughs> What I what I really enjoy the most about L though is how he's super socially awkward <laughs> and how like that like whole element of like him and light and like L knows it's light. Like he knows Kira is light. It's a, it, it can only be uh, uh light. Like L has literally solved every single uh, case he's been on and if L says light is Kira, light, you're Kira. Like not even <laughs> if you're not Kira and you didn't know about it, you're still Kira. You're buddy. Kira like, now. <laughs> Like, you're Kira now. Like, L is brilliant, and I just love... I like, love his character so it's, much. It's basically like, what's your name? Light? You're Kira now. <laughs> yeah, basically. All right, so I know this is... um, I know this is top five anime heroes, so we're talking about what we love about these heroes. But do, right. me, do me a favor real quick. What's up? What is something you don't like about L? Something I don't like about L? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is one thing. Okay, this is gonna be spoilers about Death Note. So why? Three, two, one. Spoilers about Death Note. Uh, when Light forfeits ownership of the Death Note, right? He right. loses his memories about the Death Note. This is, that's what happens, right? He's like, Rem, uh, take the Death Note, give it to someone with high class and high power, and you'll. Uh, I guarantee you that Misa will not uh, get imprisoned because Misa was the second Kira at that point in time. Um, and that means like Light forgets that he's ever been Kira, and that was part of his entire plan the whole time, right? And when that happens, basically, I was like, okay, uh, he, he starts to put together like maybe I'm wrong, maybe Light isn't Kira, like, and that completely demotivates L. 
Like, Al's passion about, like, finding Kira, it crumbles down his world a little bit, and he has to reset completely. And there's, like, a couple of episodes where he's really demotivated, and he's just, like, around, like, just eating cake, like, oh, I don't know what to do about this case anymore. And I was like, Al, you're Al, you can figure it out, like... <laughs> Just do it. Just use your brain. Al is just like in a massive depression at that point. Basically, he was like, oh, I don't know about this anymore. And I was like, oh, you just you just had it. You had it. You were so close. <laughs> but Light is slightly smarter than Al. I'm sorry. For the people who, does it, who don't, who, who are like, no, uh, Al's smarter than Light. Light. It's proven in the manga stats. Light's intelligence is a 9 out of 10, and Al's is 8 out of 10. Are you serious? Yeah, that's Light actually Yagami. really that's actually really surprising to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people think like L's the, the smartest one. L Light all smarts L a lot, and L also smart uh, smarts Light. But I say Light has an a, a upper hand on L. So yeah, great pick, bro. Bro, oh my god, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Can we just like rewind these, those last five minutes and just ah? Uh. <laughs> again, I had a, I just had that feeling that you'd go totally ballistic. For me choosing L, so, you're just like you're not even choosing him because you like you just like him like you just chose him to, just to like trigger me. <laughs> I, okay, I will say I did not pick him just to trigger you. I don't like Death Note; it just takes me forever to get into. But I love L. Fair so, enough. I mean, so I mean that makes sense, right? It does. It does. All right, my next pick. I am picking this character because he's like the embodiment of what a hero is. This Why this do I have a feeling this is the character that you're picking that will only trigger me? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you watch this anime. It's from My Hero Academia. Oh, no. But I did okay. just watch a preview for it at work, surprisingly. <laughs> did you like the preview? It seemed interesting. It seemed like it was something that I'd actually get into. Season 2 is going down right now, and it's fire. It's straight up fire. It's amazing. It's like a whole tournament thing. It's beautiful. I mean, it's like it's almost like an X-Men sort of anime. If you like Marvel, you, you know what? Watch My Hero Academia before any other suggestion ever. All right. I'll check, all right. I'll check it out. I'm picking Izuku Midoriya from My Hero Academia. This guy is the main character of My Hero Academia. This is what goes down in My Hero Academia. 80% of the world, homie, has powers. Like, you're a weirdo if you don't have powers. <laughs> There's this school called UA. And UA is, like, where all, like, the most talented heroes go. And then they get recruited. And then you can be a hero, like, for a living. And this is, like, Midoriya's, like, ultimate dream. The guy could die for this. And there's this other hero, like the best hero in the show, basically. It's called All Might. This guy has a power called One for All. And All Might, uh, it's basically like an amazing power. Like, you just, uh, like, super strength, super speed. Like, he's basically like Superman in a sense. Like, he's obviously not as strong, but like, he's like very powerful in uh, My Hero Academia. And Izuku doesn't have any powers, unfortunately. And he's, like, crying about this, and he's so depressed about this. One day, he comes in contact with uh, All Might, and All Might gives him some of his power because All Might's power uh, doesn't last for a person forever. Uh, it's degenerative. So, uh, eventually, All Might will never have his power again. So, he needs someone to succeed uh, um, and, and be a successor. And he chooses Izuku Midoriya because Izuku does some really amazing stuff that uh, uh, All Might gets to witness. And Izuku trains very hard to go into the uh, UA school. And he's always very hardworking and he wants to succeed and he puts everything he's got into everything. And he has this, this motivation and this power that I've never seen in a hero before. And um, he's truly heroic. Like, this is like, if you're a comic book fan, like, you love 
Izuku Midoriya because he's he represents hard work, passion, and never giving up. So he's Naruto. <laughs> he's better than Naruto. All right, I'm gonna take your word for it. Actually, on that, uh, any any thoughts on that? Like uh, My Hero Academia again, like a lot of the anime that you've been, or like a lot of the heroes that you've been talking about. It actually does sound like something that I'd actually really get into. Right, so, right, right. I mean, it's it's superheroes and anime. Superheroes running my blood. In anime, I'm getting into more. So, I mean, it just seems like, how haven't I watched this yet? Right, right, right. And, like, people are probably going to question, like, why didn't you pick All Might? Because All Might really is the best hero in the series kind of thing. Uh, Izuko is his successor and has to work harder than All Might, I feel. Like, All Might's time... We never saw so All Might, would, like, working hard for it. would essentially be the same thing as, like, picking, say, Superman instead of, like, Flash. Yeah, like I guess. Someone, well, who, someone who actually has to work instead of something that already has everything given to him. But, like, I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure, like, this uh, this one for all power is, like, you. it's, like, uh, you, it goes from generation to generation. Like, it goes from one person to another to another to another. All right, I got you. And, like, in, in the second season of My Hero Academia, people are starting to catch on. They're like, yo, Izuku, your power is very similar to All Might. Like, I don't know. And then literally, like, in the, the, epi- the latest episode was released, like, some guy just goes up to him. He's like, Izuku, I figured out your secret. And he's like, oh, no. He knows that oh, I have All Might's power. And then he goes, are you All Might's love child? <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's like, ah! And he's like, and he has some of the best facial expressions, too. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh my god! I was so worried. Like, oh, it's great, it's great. He really. It, it would be awesome. Cares. It would be awesome if you just looked at if you just looked at him like with a shocked face and went, "Yes, <laughs> yes, that is who I am." You have a problem with my existing? <laughs> Take it up <laughs> with my love donor. <laughs> exactly. And then oh. and then just like flip his hair and then just walk the other way. Don't even say anything. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> So Izuku Midoriya is my fourth pick. All right. Uh, unless, yeah, unless you want to add anything, uh, your turn, buddy. To him, I got nothing. So I'll go ahead with my next one. This is another one. This is like the one breaking rule that I had about no talking about bigger names. Uh, oh wow, you're breaking a rule on the podcast. Wow, you feel good about yourself now? It was the one rule I gave myself. At the I can't believe of this, you're doing this I'm to me. It. And it's not wow. even on the final character. <laughs> All right, all right. Just, just say Goku already. It's not Goku. Um, I'm gonna say it's Naruto. No. Okay, go ahead. It's Natsu Dragneel. Oh, from Fairy Tale. Yep, yep. Did you just see the the uh, the death battle of him versus Ace from One I did, Piece? I haven't watched it yet. I haven't had the chance oh. to watch it yet. You gotta watch it. It's I, good. I know. I'm probably going to after we finish this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. All or right. we could just like do a live reaction on podcast. No, I'm kidding. I don't do reaction videos. Aw, poo. Anyway, if you guys don't knew, don't knew. If you guys don't know, Natsu's a fire mage from the guild Fairy Tale. Basically, you're like accepting quests and taking requests and doing the quests in order to actually get gems and everything else. It's basically like the guild, how a guild would work in a game for wizards. But it goes so much deeper than that. I'm just not going to go any deeper than that talking about it. I'm just going to talk he about it. He was raised by dragons. I mean, if that doesn't tell you how much of a badass he is, what does? He was <laughs> raised by dragons. Dragons! He can breathe fire like a dragon. It's almost like if he was actually raised by dragons. 
Okay, go ahead. Sorry. This recipe was conceived by dragons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it a boy? No, it's it, it's a human. Ah, uh, ah. Wait, what? You cheating bitch? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, I'm not gonna go into details how that would work, but with no. No, with Natsu, with him acting like a hero. He is the underdog, like in a, how in a lot of animes, the underdog tends to be the overall hero. With Natsu, it's literally him giving all for his family, for Fairy Tail. He never goes in, if anyone even mentions the name Fairy Tail in a bad way, and Natsu's around, he will literally throw himself at you and have every single ounce of magical energy that he has thrown at you just to make you say, I'm sorry. Like, Family to him is everything, and protecting your family would probably be the number one call of a hero to actually do. Right, right, right. No, that's that sounds really cool. Um, when I uh, I understood that this guy is obviously like fire is his go-to weaponry and attacks and everything, but he can also do lightning. How does that happen? He does lightning. I don't. I'm not even at that part yet. There's oh, a, really? there, yeah, there's another um another dragon slayer mage that uses lightning, but I haven't seen Natsu use it. Well, I mean in the uh death battle it was explained that he can use lightning. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen how that happens. Oh, did that I just spoil it for you? No, I mean all you all you basically told me was that Natsu uses lightning. That's basically saying the same thing as Uncle Iroh from Avatar uses lightning bending. Oh, you spoiled Avatar for me! Well, you snooze, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, uh, I don't want to make, like, a, a pun here, but, like, he is a hothead, right? He is a total hothead. He is a total, total hard-headed hothead character. And how do you feel like hotheads resonates in the whole hero concept? It's, like, being a hothead, like, a must for a hero, or does it take away from being a hero? To me, it takes away from being a hero, basically, because to me, a hero needs to be calm, collected, and always thinking about the greater good. If you're hot-headed, you have more to you as a character, but not to to you more as a hero. Right, I see what you mean, but I feel like a hot, like, the thing with heroes is, like, people, like, it's that one word that, like, people can interpret it a million different ways, right? Right. And like some people like could so, argue, like some people say, like my dad's my hero, or David Hasselhoff is my hero, or like President Obama was my hero, or something like that. Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. That's the perfect way to put it. Uh, I feel like because the word can be interpreted in so many different ways, that people could like look at the the quality of being a hothead like as a good thing as well, because being a hothead means that you like take. I wouldn't say, like, initiative, but, like, you jump into action and you're fearless, right? right? And, like, a hero needs to be fearless. Yeah, but if you go in too hot-headed and you'll end up ultimately sacrificing more than you end up trying to save. If you go in too hot-headedly. I'm not saying being hot-headed is a bad thing for a character or, hell, even for a hero. But to do everything hot-headedly, then it might get a little bit reckless. Right, but... At the same time, being cool, calm, collected, calculated, like, maybe someone who's like that can, like, look at a situation and be like, listen, there is absolutely no way this is going to work out. I'm not going to go there and try to save it and just not even take the chance, right? A hothead would even, like, would, would just a go for it. A hothead wouldn't even care, like, about the odds. Like, exactly. all the odds are against you. Yeah, I know. And he just goes anyway. It's like Han. It's like Han Solo from uh, from Star Wars. Like, when he's going into the asteroids and 3PO tells him the odds. Right, 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 you know right, I mean? right, exactly, yeah, I remember that, yeah. 
Okay, I'm like, please tell me you know what I mean. <laughs> no if worries. not, this friendship is in serious trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, Black Star's in trouble. But I, but I mean, okay, take take this for example. So Natsu's one of the hothead characters, right? That's also the hero. Right. So I mean, we have Natsu, we have Luffy, we have Naruto, we have Black Star. Ah! <laughs> We have a bunch of characters that are hot-headed, but they're also some of the greatest heroes in anime history. Did you just use Black Star and greatest hero in anime history in the same sentence? <laughs> are you triggered you don't, yet? <laughs> you don't know what you just did. Are you you don't know what you yet? just did. <laughs> you got it. Do you got anything else on uh, on Natsu? Yeah, I want to ask. What's your favorite Natsu attack? My, I can't so many cool ones. My favorite Natsu attack. Yeah. Fire Dragon Iron Claw. His um, fire punch. Okay, okay, that sounds like a really cool attack. How does that one go again? Just, just a regular fire punch? No, he basically charges up like all a whole lot of energy into his arm, and then when he goes fire dragon iron or iron talon or something, it's dra- it's fire dragon iron something, but it basically looks almost exactly like Goku's um. Um, dragon fist attack, but just with a fireball and goes straight into your enemy. I'm seeing this one attack right now on the uh, fairy tale wiki. It looks really cool. Uh, dragons, dragon gods, brilliant flame. It's like black flames and like red flames. It looks really nice. Oh, Jesus, do you know about that attack? I actually don't yet. I've only been able to watch what's on Netflix, and what's on Netflix. Um, I don't think he's used that attack yet. Oh man, I, th- I well, you know what? Another cool thing about an uh, um, a hero, I think, in anime, this is specific to anime, okay? Because I'll explain myself. I think like if you have like a huge like register of attacks, like just like multiple different attacks, that's super cool. It's like it's a bonus for me. Like that, I'm like, oh, that's a cool hero because he has all of these amazing attacks to use choose from. Well, I mean, that's what a whole bunch of heroes have. I mean, if you have an arsenal, why not use it, right? <laughs> right, but like. You picked L. L can't do fire, is what I'm saying. No, but L has, like, everything else. <laughs> he doesn't have water. He has mental. He can analyze and basically take you down without you even breathing. He really does. He really, really does. All right, is that all we got on Natsu? I think it's a lot on Natsu. Right. Actually, I got one more thing to say about Natsu. Well, mainly, go ahead, main, go ahead. mainly it's about his uh, Iron Claw attack. It's basically like, again, Goku's dra- Dragon Fist combined with Captain Falcon's Falcon Punch. <laughs> that sounds really epic. It actually really does, now that I say it out loud. All right, why don't you go All ahead right. with your final? Okay, I'm very conflicted right here, right now. It always gets to that when you get to your final pick. I'm super conflicted. Here's the situation. Like, I really, really want to pick Goku. Like, I really do. Don't do it. And... Don't pick Goku. It, that's probably going to be your pick, I feel like. It's not going to be but, Goku, I can promise you. But I feel like Goku needs to be on the list. Somewhere. If, like, if he, he has to be, right? You know, he's he's inspired so many animes. Uh, but you at know the what? same time... It's like, yeah? it's like, how about this? Say your other character here, I'll say mine, and then we'll make a special six spot for Goku for both of us. Okay, we'll do that. Okay, 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 okay. I want, in that case, I, I was completely between Goku and Yusuke Urameshi from Yu Yu Hakusho. I had a and feeling you'd say Yusuke. Oh, how could you guess? It's only my favorite anime. <laughs> Yusuke Urameshi is absolutely 
an amazing character. This guy started out as kind of as a, of a, as a delinquent. In the, in the manga, we see him smoking, and we see him, like, skipping classes all the time. He gets in fights with a, just about everything, just about anyone. Like, it, he's the school bully is what he is, right? And in the first episode, the first scene, we see him do something super selfless. He saves a kid's life by jumping in the way and dies of a car. He jumps in the way of a car and dies. And we're like super confused. Like, why would Yusuke do such a thing? And then the Grim Reaper comes around and then the, the, the adventure begins. And Yu Yu Hakusho is a beautiful, beautiful story. And Yusuke grows so much throughout this entire story. And the, the whole like squad he gets, Hiei and Kurama and Kuwabara and Genkai. Like, Yusuke really grows and I really like him because he's like a fighter. And a fighter to the death. And he, I love him so much because he has like m the most heart out of anyone I've ever seen. And he really, really like is, is fearless. This guy is completely fearless. He's ready to go through any challenge to succeed. And the Dark Tournament arc is like the best uh, representation of that, I find. And he really cares about his friends, too. I know that's a typical, like, you know, oh, friendship is the most important thing ever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's, like, overused in anime at this point. Like, I've got to, I kind of well, get it. it really is. I mean, it's basically, like, if we're friends, then you don't have a chance. Yeah, it's yeah, like, well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, like, Yusuke, when he does it, it works for me. It really does. When he does and the friendship trope? Yeah, 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 because he doesn't, like, do the whole, like, oh, friendship is so important, like, like he will defend his friends, like, actions speak louder than words, action equals Yusuke, is what I'm gonna say right here. Okay. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's my little two cents on Yusuke, what do you think about Yusuke? From what I've seen on Yusuke, okay, so, I just want, I can't stress this part enough, I haven't seen Yu Yu Hakusho, I've only heard you and, uh, you and Yuki talk about it before. But what I have seen from Yusuke is on PlayStation, there's actually a game called J-Stars, and Yusuke is in it as a playable fighter. The right? The way, he, uh, the way he bounces off and the way he actually talks to your teammates if you play in his story, it's actually really refreshing. He actually seems like a really chill character unless things get like... And if things get heated, he just keeps going anyway. He really, He really, like... Uh, he's got that like never say die, never get up, give up attitude, which is really cool. He's like, he's like, like Rock Lee, but with better hair. <laughs> he really, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, well, there are similarities. I mean, they both wear green. Yeah, they both wear green. They both have black hair. <laughs> yeah, they both never give up. Like no matter what it costs them. I mean, uh, I, I mean, how? Yeah, I mean, I'm okay. Lee, Lee isn't my fifth pick. But with him, it's just like, even when he got his arm and leg crushed by Gara, he's still trained to be a better ninja. Oh, yeah, I know. Lisa is in a whole other league. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I think that's what I, uh, everything I had to say about Yusuke. I mean, I I'm, guys, pretty, I'm pretty sure this would actually, like, flow better um, if you were talking to Yuki about it, if you were talking to Yuki about Yusuke. But that, oh no! No need to compare, man. No worries. No, I know, but that's about all I can uh, all I can throw at him. No, for sure. I mean, uh, okay. One last thing I want to add: the spirit gun is the coolest attack in all of anime. <laughs> I don't care if you disagree with me. 
It is. I'm right. I have a podcast. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You have but a podcast. Real, I have a gaming channel. <laughs> there. You know, oh, I. No, but, okay. Two two seconds here. Okay. People who think just because they have a podcast or a channel and that their opinion is worth more than like other people, they're they're, uh, they're stupid. I hate that about people. And when I made that, when I said that two seconds ago, that was sarcasm. That was supposed to be a joke. Okay. You may not just see case. it, but I'm nodding along with you. <laughs> yeah. Um. But. The spirit gun is a, a spirit gun is a very cool attack. I just I, I love it so much. It's just spirit gun and just it just blasts and it goes on for for, for miles and it's a beautiful attack. Yeah, and I've tried doing it so many times, but it never works. And just, I can't do anime attacks. Ooh, that could actually be another episode. I'll get I'll get back to you on that idea. Okay, okay, sounds good. All right, so are right, is that all you got on Yusuke? Yeah, go ahead. Give me your final ish pick after before Goku. <laughs> okay. So, um, before I do, I have a question for you. Is it okay? Hit me. Is it okay if it's from an anime game that then became an anime? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. So, in that case, I'm gonna have to pick Neptune from Hyperdimension Neptunia. So, all right, describe to me this uh, game in yeah, uh, Neptune. So, okay, so Neptune apparently has actually been out for a while. I just got it on a whim. But from what I've gathered, uh, Neptune is one of the CPUs or rulers of the nations of game industry. That's the actual overall land name is game industry. Okay. And she works with uh, Noir, Blonde, and Vert of game industry in order to actually protect their nations for shares. So basically they're Hokages. Think of them as Hokages, if you will. Neptune is the ruler of Planetune, her nation, and as such, it's her job to eliminate monsters, fulfill requests of the citizens, and actually be a better overall hero in order to actually keep her power as a CPU. So, okay. But the thing that makes uh, the thing that makes Neptune different is that all the other CPUs are constantly doing this. They're constantly fulfilling requests. They're constantly trying to think of how to make their nation better for the people. They're constantly doing what they're supposed to. Neptune, on the other hand, all she does is play games. Like, if she's not, like, on a serious mission, she'll just be chilling out playing games. But, oh, wow, okay. But the reason I picked her is because... I mean, I get the other three. They're looking after the nation as best they can, and that's totally fine. That It makes them better heroes, in my opinion. But with Neptune, she only does the absolute necessary when it's a hero, when she needs to. So the CPUs can actually transform, and that's actually how they fight. They go into their forms called HDD forms, and that's actually how they fight the monsters and do everything they need to and fight big, big threats like, say, taking on Orochimaru, for example. Okay, so I see what you mean. So, for Nep, she only transforms, or she only goes goddess mode when she has to. She doesn't like flaunting it around whenever whenever she pleases. She only does it when she absolutely has to. To me, that makes a hero. Like, it has a character that's totally relatable with Neptune. But when she goes in HDD, which, is actually, which her name is actually Purple Heart, she's just... She sacrifices everything for her nation. Wow. Wow. Okay. I feel like out of all the heroes we named here, she's the one who's, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, she's real. she's willing to like go to the, the greatest length 
Like the most caretaker, caregiving, you see what I mean? Yeah. When, Does that when, make sense? When she's, Am I right? Yeah, when she's uh, caregiving, probably. But I cannot stress this enough. When she's Purple Heart, she's all of that. When she's Neptune, she's an entirely different character. <laughs> I, I can't stress this enough. Blackstar! No, I'm sorry. <laughs> seriously, though. Uh, she sounds like a really good villain, and I find you it mean interesting hero. that you just said villain. So, oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, slip of the tongue. T- slip of the tongue. Um, been ten like episodes, really... Jane. Yeah, right. I only took me sixteen episodes to get to here. Um, uh, she sounds like a really cool hero, and I think she's coming from a video game and then becoming uh, the, the video game becoming an anime. That's really, really interesting, and I feel like uh, I don't know how to put it. I feel like it gives her this like extra dimension that people knew her from the video game before the anime how do you feel that how do you feel that, that affects her as a hero or her people's perception of her as a hero from someone who actually saw her that way like i've played the game of a pretty long time and then i actually just bought the anime and just binge watched through it actually right. i did that but i was watching it before we uh, started the podcast but um so you're fresh yeah but when it actually comes to spending time as the character and then seeing them in an anime and actually portrayed very, very well. With everything they actually go through in an anime, it makes you feel so much harder for everybody. Like, so much harder for all the struggles and everything they're going through. Because you spent so much time knowing and loving on these characters. So, yeah, if, I, I, if it's actually done well, it impacts you so hard. It really does. Wow. Wow, Okay. That sounds but, like a really cool thing. But there is... Uh, okay, so this isn't just about Neptune, but there is one final thing I want to say about the CPUs in general. Yeah, for sure. They are very reliant on the faith of their people. So, basically, if the people stop having faith in them, they'll stop getting energy and they'll lose their powers and eventually wither and die. But... Okay, whoa! The soul, so <laughs> yeah, I just threw that at dependent. you. Whoa! Austin, (laughs) your bag of tricks. If, okay, let me explain. If um, the CPUs lose faith in their, uh, or if the CPU citizens lose faith in their goddess or in their CPUs, then the CPUs will gradually stop getting power and stop being able to eventually transform and eventually the faith will wither and they'll wither away with it. So if there's if their citizens don't have faith in them, they literally will die. So, oh my god. So I mean it they're being heroes, but if you look at it a certain way, they're being heroes because they have to be to survive. That's just crazy. But it's fucking awesome. It really is. It is. It is. Like I was actually talking with uh, Kyo about it last night and he's like I, I love how they actually have to depend on on other people to depend on them you know what i mean agreed it, it just to me it makes everything so much more interesting it does it does throw a huge wrinkle in the whole situation yeah because other people are like i don't have faith in you like they'll come up be the underdog everything's fine here i don't have faith in you they disappear Wow. <laughs> that was a great finisher. Wow. That Okay, is the, so you 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 probably kept Neptune for last just because of that, right? Actually, I kept Neptune for last because I didn't know if you would allow it because she's originally from a game. 
Oh, no worries, man. But now that I've actually saved her for last, I'm very happy I saved her for last. Yeah, me too. Um, all right. Um, Goku. I mean, yeah, he's a hero. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Because <laughs> compared to Neptune, I think he sucks. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's like, oh, shots have been made. So many shots have been fired during this podcast. This is the most shots ever fired on a podcast. Well, yeah, you're doing it with me. <laughs> right? <laughs> um yeah i mean uh, if you want to touch on goku goku real quick um i obviously goku is, uh, one of his strengths is that he um always pushes his, his limits and always wants to train hard and he's all about training becoming stronger defending uh, his friends and planet earth and everything and he's like uh, what what I like about him is that he inspired so many different villains. Like, how many people say, like, uh, oh, yeah, the, this main character was influenced by Goku? So many. There's a, there's a lot of characters that people have said that towards. Like, example, um, Naruto, for one. I'm pretty sure Definitely. Luffy, unless Luffy came out after Dragon Ball. I'm pretty sure Luffy has some Goku in him, okay, regardless yeah. of ever, before or after. I mean, every main main character of like the big big anime series you could say has something to do with goku like definitely like i mean naruto has the never give up and always eating aspect of goku um luffy has the black hair and honestly kind of the same childish innocence to him that goku does unless he's very pissed off um let's see who else help me out here Oh man! I mean, you you named the, the 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 top ones right here. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, oh man, uh, I don't know. Maybe I think Goku uh, influenced Meliodas from Seven Deadly Sins. I know this is kind of a far stretch. People are like, well, how, are the, how does that work?" Meliodas is very lighthearted, like Goku. Very. Meliodas um, has like that uh, leader aspect that Goku has, and I don't know if you, uh, the way I watch Dragon Ball Z, I've seen Goku as a leader. Uh, Goku as a teacher, Goku as a uh, father, as a caretaker. Um, maybe not as a caretaker, because uh, Piccolo takes care of Gohan. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was awkward. But I think the light heart of his from uh, Meliodas really resonates from Goku. Yeah, let's just say that Goku... I mean, okay, if I'm wrong here, I'm wrong. But this is just how I feel. Goku is the grandfather of anime protagonists. You know what? I'm going to co-sign that. I mean, if we're wrong, people were wrong. So You're not what? wrong. <laughs> you can't be wrong. You're on a podcast talking. <laughs> <laughs> what did so you many shots. Okay, what did you say about 15 minutes ago? People who have a podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, right? All right. People who have a podcast repeat themselves. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, is that all we got? Uh, I had a couple of honorable mentions I kind of want to bring up. I have two. All right, yeah, go for it. Uh, uh, Vash from Trigon. Oh, you need to talk to Kyo about this one. Yeah, I know. I mean, we did a whole Trigon podcast. Oh, okay. You uh, guys already touched Va on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we touched on it. Vash the Stampede is obviously a hero. I mean, this 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 person is this character. Sorry, um, wanted for I don't. Oh my god. Uh, Two billion double dollars, I think, was the the amount. Um, first episode, we see him like running away from like people who like want to like uh, dis like just basically have him for the bounty, and he's absolutely well built. Um, I what I love the most about uh, Vash is that he doesn't want to like uh, hurt anyone, but he's still a hero. And 
Oh, he's just uh, the way Legato and him, um, the relationship uh, turns out is great. Uh, the uh, the fight with knives is, was a beautiful fight. Vasher Stampede, great, great, great hero. See, I didn't say villain this time. <laughs> you just did. Ah! <laughs> Triggered. All right. Uh, another one I want to bring hey, up is. Hey, hold up. What if I have honorable oh, mentions? Okay, I thought we were going through mine and through yours, but go ahead. Yeah. All right. One, we've actually talked a little bit about him already, but Lee, Rock Lee from Naruto. Yes, 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 yes. Rock Lee never gives up. Rock Lee has drunken fists. Rock Lee has, is madly in love with Sakura and it will never happen. <laughs> Rock Lee is a great hero. Yeah, no, definitely a great hero. And um, watch Rock Lee and his Ninja Pals. We did a podcast yes, on that yes, too. Yes, please. It is so hilariously awesome. It is oh phenomenal. My God. I love it. I've been I feel like I feel like we needed you to be on that podcast you too. You did. With me. You totally did. Oh my god! It, it, it's to, it, that was totally up your alley too. Yeah, it, I would have like had. I probably would have talked more than you in that one. Yeah, yeah. No, Rockley's a great character, and I do definitely see him as a hero because he has the passion and uh, the the drive. The, the yeah, like exactly. The, the drive, drive of, of being a hero of a hero. Yeah, yes. totally. Okay, my next honorable mention I think uh, is Saya from Blood Plus. Um, Basically, how this the anime goes is that Saya's blood is the only thing that defeats Chiropterans. Chiropterans are these monsters all over planet Earth, and she's a Chiropteran herself. She doesn't know she's killing her own kind. What I love the most about Saya is that she really wants, like, when she puts her mind to something, she gets it done. And her character evolves so much over the 51 episodes of Blood Plus. Definitely a great hero. All right, cool. Do you have any other? Yeah, I have one final one. It's another girl. Do it. So I have yet to finish this anime, but it's Yoko from Garen Lagan. Why Yoko from Garen Lagan? Because sometimes the hero doesn't need to save an entire city. Sometimes the hero just needs to save who's around them. Like, I mean, like I said with Mocha. With Yoko, I'm just going to assume you guys know what Garen Lagan is because I don't exactly know how to get into the lore of it myself. But Yoko, <laughs> Yoko always watches after the main two characters and always has them in, in her scope, always has watching after them with when the monsters or the Goran or the... I can't remember what they're actually called, but basically the bad guys, whenever they're around, she's always watching after them and backing them up. So sometimes the right. hero can only can be like more so the supporter than the main character. Okay, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Very well put. Um, okay, I have one more. I'm kind of just going to mention it real quick. I think that uh, Yami from Yu-Gi-Oh! is a hero. <laughs> I mean, childhood, nostalgia, um, uh, heart of the cards, you know. All right, fine. I'm gonna to, I'm there. gonna top it off with like one of my nostalgia real quick. I'm just gonna say his name like you just did. All right, do it. Ty and Agamon from Digimon. Oh yes, Ash and Pikachu from Pokemon. Are we no, just okay. gonna <laughs> keep this going? <laughs> it's like you want to be the last one to say one, but like no, but for real, no. Uh, Digimon was a great show. I, I watched it as a kid. Actually, I watched it in French. You watched it? Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I never did. <laughs> no, you probably never will either. Probably not. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up uh, for the podcast. That, that we, we covered a lot of bu- bases here. This was a really fun podcast. Uh, Good job, Caution. Woo-hoo! Thanks for having me, Jaden. For sure. Oh, my God. It was a pleasure to have you. Um, Let's do uh, some quick plugs and then uh, 
We'll close out the podcast. First of all, I just want to give a huge, huge, humongous shout out to GoPro Keo. Okay. Go on Twitter, type in the search bar at GoPro Keo, hit enter, hit follow. Thank me later, okay? Seriously, this guy is available available for art commissions. Super talented, and he does all the artwork for anime podcasters in the Giant Music Channel. You need some of his drawings in your life. You do. I, I, I'm telling you, you can't go another day without the drawings. Seriously, go check out GoPro Kyo. Very talented artist, and he's amazing. He wasn't even in this damn episode, but I can back Jaden up. Kyo is one of my closest friends, as is Jaden now. He is an awesome artist. He will basically take any commissions be it 18 years be, be it 18 old and older or childish anything give it to him he'll probably give it to you oh yeah no he's great he's great he's amazing caution plug uh, plug some stuff uh, where can people find you online what's going on with dreamcasters the your channel and everything all right so i'm caution ginger we're on daydreamer studios the youtube channel right now we have our Naruto Bridge series going up, and we do have the final ones written, so we just have to record them and put it together, and then we're going to post them and give them to you there. I also have my channel, Caution Ginger. I'm currently going to start doing Let's Plays and everything for you guys, so that's basically what mine's going to be, but we also have another two channels, actually, now that I think about it called players where it's everybody in daydreamer studios playing games together everyone's sitting down having a good time so far we only have three episodes of me and kyo oh well but we also have our project dreamcasters channel which is our music group that Jaden is a part of he does the mixing and everything for it and he's also going to be one of the rappers that are going to be in it and right now we have one song on there that i personally sang and that Jaden mixed for us Yes, yes. Uh, so many cool things. I love working with Daydreamer Studios. Go subscribe to them. Go subscribe to all those channels. It's worth it. I promise you your life will be better because of it. Subscribe to Giant Music on YouTube. That is my channel. I post anime covers. I have so many covers in the works, guys. I promise you I have so many different covers. Not just piano covers. I got some choir covers. I got some uh, full instrumental covers. I'm really working hard on covers. Um, I have some big announcements coming up too. I can't announce them just yet because I need to talk to some people before. Uh, but big changes are coming to the channel. Um, also, you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash giant music. If you enjoy anime podcasters, you can download it for free on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, just search up uh, anime podcasters on iTunes. And for SoundCloud, it's soundcloud.com forward slash giant music. And uh, other than that, um, Thank you so much for sticking around and watching this uh, podcast with us and checking it out. Uh, we're at 16 episodes, and the podcast has grown so much, and it's just such a fun, fun project to do. And I'm so happy you guys, you know, tune in. It's a, it's a pleasure. I love you guys, and I really appreciate every single one of you. I love you guys, too. I don't see you nearly as often as Jaden does, but I love all of you. Also, check out the Giant Music Q&A I did with uh, Caution <laughs> uh, on voice acting. It was really fun to do. Seriously, go check that one out. The Giant Music Q&A is probably uh, almost over by now, uh, by the time you listen to this. But go check out that episode. He always has a ton of fun when he's recording with me, guys. It's awesome. Uh, yes. Spe especially when we talk about freaking Blackstar. <laughs> How could you put Blackstar <laughs> right, guys. Team? I think we should get no, out of here before no, he no, just you put blows Blackstar the temple. That is a No, that's the worst choice ever. <laughs> All right. All right. 
Uh, I was going to say just real quick, uh, I'll list off the teams for you guys one, one last time. Uh, I'll say my team and then uh, you can say your team, uh, Austin. All right. My team was uh, Saitama from One Punch Man, One Punch Man, Mob from Mump, Psycho 100, 9 and 12, Spinks from uh, Terran Resident, uh, Izuku Midoriya from My Hero Academia, and Yusuke Yurameshi from Yu Yu Hakusho. How about you? And my team was Blackstar and Tsubaki from Soul Leader, Don't Rage. My uh, next up was Maka, Maka, Mocha from Rosario Vampire. Third was uh, L. L. That's right. That's right. It was L from Death Note. Next up was crap. Natsu. <laughs> Natsu. Natsu. Natsu was my next one. And wrapping it up, wrapping it up for me was Neptune from Hyperdimension Neptunia. I can't believe Blackstar was your first pick. How could you pick hey, Blackstar hey, as your hey, first? Hey, no, hey, no, hey, no, hey, I can't. Hey, no, no. Hey, Take him off the list. Hey, Take him off the list. Hey, Take off Blackstar off the hey, list. Hey, I started with. He's horrible. I, hey, I started with no. Blackstar, but I ended with Neptune. Okay, but Tsubaki only. No Blackstar. Tsub- All right. Blackstar's not a hero. My team was Tsubaki, Mocha. <laughs> 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 All right. Bye, guys. See you in the next episode. Later, guys. <laughs>